Hello, Kryptonauts. Today is May 25th, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 cryptos using CoinGecko.com. And we're going to give you a dose of the daily crypto news using the daily hodl. I am your host, Blockchain John. Cryptonauts, before we get started with the coin market cap of the day, I just want to remind you that I do have a Discord for cryptocurrency chat. Just plug yourself into Discord and search cryptocurrency chat. Go ahead and add yourself, and you will be part of the group. With that said, let's go ahead and get started with the top 10. Starting off with Bitcoin settling at eight thousand eight hundred and nine dollars and seventy and seven cents with a one percent gain and second place we have ethereum settling at two hundred and two dollars and forty four cents for a small loss of 0.2 percent and in third place we have ethereum coming in at 99 cents with a flat line of 0.0 percent gain loss so it's neither gain nor loss is just 99 cents flat and in fourth place we have xrp ripple settling at 19 cents for a 0.2 percent loss and in fifth place we have bitcoin cash settling at 227 dollars and 47 cents for a 0.1 percent loss and in sixth place we have bitcoin sv satoshi's vision Settling at $183.94 for a 1% loss. Keep in mind, these losses and gains are based on the daily average. Continuing in 7th place, we have Litecoin. Settling at $42.56 for a 0.3% loss. And in 8th place, we have Binance Coin. Settling at $16.32 for a 0.9% gain. And in ninth place, we have EOS settling at $2.51 for a 0.1% loss. And in 10th place, we have Tezos settling at $2.71 for a 0.3% gain. So overall, it looks like we have a mixture of some gains and losses. Overall, looks like we have more more losses and gains but no worries our overall market cap value is at 250 billion dollars for an overall 1.2 percent gain with that said cryptonauts let's go ahead and get started with the crypto news of the day Cryptonauts, let's go to get started with the daily huddle to give you your daily dose of the crypto news. First and foremost, we have Cardano founder Charles Hoskinson. Crypto must deliver key service to rival existing money system. What is that about? Let's see here. 
Co-creator of Ethereum and founder of Cardano, Charles Hoskinson says a long-winded winded chain reaction to central bank monetary policies are on track to drain small to medium-sized businesses while padding and propping up Wall Street and the wealthy. As countries navigate their way through a looming recession or depression, Hoskinson argues that cryptocurrencies will have an opportunity to challenge the existing financial system. The chief executive of IOHK, which is the research arm behind Cardano, the blockchain-based platform designed for the seamless transfer of digital funds across borders using the cryptocurrency ADA, Hoskinson says the working class and the poor are bound to bear the brunt of the follow-up fallout of the asymmetrical depression due to the drastic measures behind being used to stop the spread of the virus. In an interview of the Financial Fox where Hoskinson gives an update of the recent development of Cardano, he takes a look at the macroeconomic picture to gauge how things may unfold. Up ahead, harsh economic consequences that will slam less privileged groups. While consequences will be dire, they also They'll also open up an opportunity for cryptocurrencies to emerge and lay the foundations of a new and more equitable system, says Hoskinson. Quote, if you shut down all your supply chains, your restaurants, your entertainment industries, and you start saying elective procedures are no longer allowed to be performed at hospitals, then then what ends up happening if you're fur- furloughing a very sizable chunk of your economy then they can't pay their rent then the landlords are in trouble you have a credit crisis that occurs and of course consumers consumption starts crunching up everywhere people stop buying cars obviously there's no vacations right now so all the hotels get hurt all the travel industries get hurt and then the people are working in those industries no longer have disposable income so they stop buying things so the luxury good luxury goods market falls apart and those people suffer so you will have this wave of wave of wave of wave of waves of things that occur until eventually you push the economy into a depression Hoskinson says it became clear in February that the lockdown in Italy would end up having a major impact on small to medium-sized business businesses in the middle class and the poor. Quote, what's really strange though is there's the counter click what silic cyclic cyclic push where the stock market is gaining value. And the principal reason for that is because central banks are just mass printing money and dumping it into the economy. So basically the large companies are getting a bailout and this is why their stocks are doing quite well. Especially tech companies because they also have this huge surge of people saying at home consuming their services. So Netflix and Google they do pretty well in these types of things but mainstream and small businesses are just devastated. New York City has about 20,000 restaurants and about 10,000 of them are going out of businesses, if not more. As a direct result of this, most of these are small businesses. The agricultural sector in the United States is just devastated as well. They told farmers just to butcher their cattle, their sheep, their pigs. 
they get very little money for this and it doesn't even enter the food supply chain. So it's an asymmetrical depression where the rich are doing quite well and large businesses are doing quite well and will end up making a large profit from this. There's going to be a lot of con consolidation from this, but the small businesses are devastated as a consequence of those lockdowns. It, it's extremely harsh on them. Huskinson predicts that it will take another six to nine months before we see real economic impact of the lockdown. But no amount of money printing will create predictivity, he argues, and complete complete belief in today's traditional money will eventually erode. It's just a number on a spreadsheet, and because people have faith and trust in it, they'll believe that money for a short, short period of time. But then over time, they lose faith and the credibility in it. What ends up happening is it actually is a wealth transfer, if not to the poor, but to the wealthy, because the wealthy get first access to the value access to that valuable money then they can use it to diversify whereas the poor gets the table scraps and their buying power goes down further and further calling the ren calling the renovations of money a journey Hoskinson says people will naturally turn to novel solutions such as Bitcoin which he believes is currently delivering a good store of value like gold the existence of an asset like Bitcoin gives you the dimension of freedom that you need to start monetary innovations and start exploring and creating stablecoins and all kinds of financial products which could become dollar replacements. Cryptocurrency's ability to displace fiat currencies will hinge on its ability to create credit and effectively leverage the principle of modern financial services that allow people who lack the capital they need to buy big assets such as houses and cars to borrow money and for lenders to charge interest but that will require cryptocurrencies to shed its hallmark trait susceptibility to epic price swings debt credit is a very difficult thing to practice to institutionalize it requires it requires stable money because the lender needs to be paid back in something with predictable value over time. Hoskinson names Nexo and Celsius as two examples of platforms that are reimagining money and laying the foundation for new financial services based on crypto. So unless cryptocurrencies can enable an alternative crypto system to the current banking system, they never will displace it. But we are making enough monetary innovations where there's a good good reality where I think within 5 to 10 years we'll have a legitimate stablecoin and be able to really get good stability in our ecosystem. Wow, that's a really, really, really good read. I really did like that. Was that only one read? That was a really good one. I did like I, Whoever wrote Who wrote that? Mr. or Mrs.? It just says from the Daily Huddle staff. Wow, that was a good read. I was really happy with that. Next news. That was a long read. <laughs> 145 Bitcoin addresses claimed by Craig Wright issued statement calling self-professed Satoshi a liar. Craig Wright's... Well, okay, Craig Wright. That's who I was thinking of way back... Way back when 
a while ago when I was thinking about some other news and I already forgot what it was about. So, Greg Wright was the person I was talking about some time ago that I couldn't remember. Greg Wright. Greg Wright's assertion that he invented Bitcoin is once again under fire. In court, the Australian computer scientist has claimed he owns a long list of BTC addresses that he can't access until a bonded courier provides him the keys. Now, 145 of those addresses just made a big statement by signing a public messaging message calling Wright a liar and a fraud. The message reads, Craig Stephen Wright is a liar and a fraud. He doesn't have the keys used to sign this message. The Lightning Network is a significant achievement. However, we need to continue work on improving on-chain capacity. Unfortunately, the solution is not to just change a constant in the code or to allow powerful participants to force out others. We are all Satoshi. Wow, that was awesome, whoever wrote that. That was awesome. The message was spotted by a Reddit user who noted that the address addresses were from 2009 and were perhaps owned by the inventor of Bitcoin. However, researchers at BitMEX who have examined the blockchain to determine if a single miner denominated Bitcoin in 2009 argues that the addresses, addresses do not likely belong to Satoshi. Based on the list of addresses here, and there's a link, we took a random sample of 20 of them. None of them were allocated to, a, to, to the dominant miner according to our allocations using the SDL Learner non-overlapping extra non-slop analysis. Okay. Wright has been involved in the number of legal battles which including the ongoing multi-billion dollar Kleeman v. Wright lawsuit followed by Ira Kleeman the brothers of Wright's deceased business partner David Kleeman. Ira Kleeman alleges, alleges Wright who trying to steal intellectual property as well as half of the former team's Bitcoin holding valued at $9.7 billion at the time of writing. Jeez, that guy is something else, isn't he? Isn't he something else? Jeez Louise, and he won't give up. He's not Satoshi. We are all Satoshi. That That's awesome. Next news. $66 trillion debt prediction by the IMF prompts rich dad, poor dad, author to make case for gold, silver, and Bitcoin. Hmm. Quickly now. Defaults, bankruptcies, and mounting debt have prompted the author of the best-selling book series, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, to issue renewed support for Bitcoin as well as gold and silver. Businessman and personal finance educator Robert Kiyosaki tweeted a message on Monday to his 1.4 million followers on Twitter, signaling more trouble ahead for the global economy as huge corporations cope with staggering losses amid lockdowns and unemployment triggered by the coronavirus pandemic. Quote, Mall of America in Minnesota announced it will miss second payment of its $1.4 billion mortgage in an intelligent question is who is not getting paid? Domino started to fall. IMF says 
debt will rise to $6 trillion to $66 trillion by the end of 2020 by gold and silver. The International Monetary Funds expect to gross government debt across the rich world by rich world to rise by six trillion dollars to 66 trillion by the end of 2020 at an accelerated rate that outpaces the global financial crisis of 2008-2009 reports Richard Abade, head of global capital projects and infrastructure group at PwC in the US that accelerated debt rate is showing up showing up in the retail sector where store locations and outlets are closing at a rapid clip clip with more and more big brands falling filing for chapter 11 bankruptcy protection in the past two weeks alone the list of companies shutting down includes j crew hertz and jc pennies victoria's secret will permanently close about 250 stores in the u.s and canada while bed bath and beyond works will close 50 locations in bankruptcy pier one in port says its stores will permanently shut down in 2020. The Mall of America has been delinquent on its Wells Fargo mortgage for two months, while the country's largest shopping center intends to reopen in six days, according to its website. Its delinquency is highlighting the dramatic impact of COVID-19 on the troubled retail sector. The grim economic outlook has prompted investors to examine alternative assets classes such as Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies along with gold and silver. Kiyosaki, whose book became a smash hit in the 1990s and spawned a series that has reportedly sold over 41 million copies worldwide despite criticism about the financial investment tips, sparked a viral tweet last week when he predicted that BTC would be valued at $75,000 in three years. Awesome! Let me uh, try to get one more piece of news that is already getting late. Uh, Binance CEO, crypto traders lose long-term investors industry still in infancy. No, despite Coinbase surge, nearly all Omisco investors remain underwater. Okay, let's. Okay, Satoshi Files theory suggests anonymous BT. Okay, 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 okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I want to read this. Satoshi Files. Theory suggests anonymous BTC creator is behind bars. The search for Satoshi Nakamoto is placing a seemingly endless number of coders and entrepreneurs in the spotlight. One of the wildest theories that persists to this day about the true identity of the anonymous Bitcoin creator claims that Satoshi is Paul Calder Lidrooks, a former programmer with interest in cryptography and privacy who became an infamous international drug and firearms dealer. The speculation centers on the idea that he created the cryptocurrency as a tool for money laundering before he event before his eventual capture by authorities. Evan Ratliff, a reporter who spent years following the trail of the Australian criminal mastermind and encryption ex- expert, says Lerux is like a Satoshi suspect. After a lengthy investigation and borderline obsession, Ratliff concluded there are similarities in the pair's technical abilities and writing style, but ultimately he determined there is a there is zero physical evidence to link Lerux to the leading cryptocurrency. Paul Lerux Paul had 
the technical skills to create Bitcoin. That much I'd conclude the first time around. He was in auto auto didactic coder, fluent in range of languages, but particularly in the C++, the language of Bitcoin software. What my narrative was lacking, just as it had been the first time years ago, was any signal was in any single fact that couldn't be ex- explained away by coincidence. Ratliff says he can't find no evidence linking Lidruk's emails accounts and hosting services to Satoshi's preferred method of communications. None of his IP addresses appear in any way connected to the man, women, or group that created Bitcoin. Ultimately, the real Satoshi Nakamoto can't prove their identity by signing the message with the address from the very first block. Until then, any claims about the real Satoshi are likely impossible to prove. Man, that was just... That was cool. I thought I was going to read something really cool, but... Eh, that's fine. Uh, let's see, next news. Is that it? That is it. Wait, mm, I kind of want to read this. Some altcoin news. Let's read this. Uh, despite Coinbase surge, nearly all Omisigo investors remain underwater. Omisigo recently captured the attention of crypto enthusiasts after igniting a 200% parabolic rally. But even after the sharp increase, most of the cryptocurrency's investors are still nursing losses. Anthony Sassano, founder of Ethereum intellect firm ETHUB, shared an image on Twitter. The crypto analyst company into the block showing the percentage of Omisigo investors who are profitable break even and underwater. The graph shows just 3.85% of OMG holders have earned a profit despite the recent surge. 1.92% are at break even while 94.24% were still out of their money. Sasano notes that many of Omisigo's investors brought brought the coin during the cryptocurrency boom that spanned between the end of 2017 and the start of 2018. During that stretch, Omisigo rallied from the low $2.75 in November 2017 to an all-time high of $28.50 in January 2018, a 936% rise. But with the ensuing crypto bear market, the coin plunged to a low of 0.31 cents in March 2020. On May 14th, Coinbase said that traders on Coinbase Pro will soon be able to buy and sell Omisigo. The news immediately sparked a buying spree that sent the cryptocurrency soaring as much as 200%. At the current price of $1.90, OMG needs to rally 1,400% to reclaim its all-time high. Awesome. Cool. With that said, Cryptonauts, let's go ahead and end this long daily crypto news for today. Until next time, adios.